Have you ever wondered why you do the things that you do, especially in the workplace? Why you sometimes react in certain ways to specific situations or maybe specific people? Think you know the person I'm talking about? Well, I have a powerful tool that can help you unravel these mysteries. It's called the Enneagram. And in this video, I'm going to show you how you can unlock your true potential as a manager or a leader of a small team by using this very helpful tool. So let's get started. Hey, hey, I'm Kelsey Taylor with The Working Enneagram, and in today's video, we are going to talk about that set of core fears and those deep desires that shape our decisions, our behaviors, and our entire leadership style. Now, the Enneagram identifies nine different distinct personality types, and each one of those types has their own unique set of core motivations. When you understand these core motivations, you can then grow as an individual and grow in your empathy with other people, your ability to understand other people. So let's take a look at some of those core fears of each type. The type one is known as the perfectionist, and they are driven by this deep fear of being flawed or imperfect. And this fear, it manifests in their desire to be organized, to be structured, and to be ethical. Now, the type two, they're known as the helpers, and they are motivated by this fear of being unloved, being unwanted, or being unappreciated. And this leads them to be sometimes overly helpful, overly supportive, but it also leads them to be very generous types. The type three is known as the achiever, and they're driven by this deep fear of being worthless or insignificant. Now, this fear actually fuels their ambition, it fuels their drive, and it fuels their focus on success. So in the workplace, they are often the high achievers, and they're always striving to outperform themselves, outperform others, and earn some recognition. Type fours are known as the individualist, and they are motivated by this fear of being ordinary or mundane or just like everybody else. Now, this fear drives them to express their individuality, express themselves authentically. They are going to seek out deep connections, and they're going to pursue more creative endeavors. In the workplace, they often bring a very unique perspective and this passion for creativity, beauty, and innovation. Type fives are known as the investigators, and they are driven by this fear of being unintelligent, incompetent, or incapable. And this leads them to find security in information and data and objectivity. In the workplace, they are going to work to be intelligent, to be capable, to be informed, and they're going to work to be extremely self-sufficient. The type six is known as the loyalist, and they are motivated by a fear of uncertainty and insecurity or a lack of support. And this drives them to seek out safety and support, usually in authority figures. In the workplace, they are responsible, they are diligent, and they are highly attuned to potential risks. Type sevens are known as the enthusiast, and they're driven by this fear of being bored or being trapped in emotional pain or limited. And this motivates them to seek out pleasure, to seek out fun and excitement, anything that will keep them mentally stimulated or engaged. In the workplace, they tend to be very energetic, creative, and optimistic. Type eights are known as the challenger, and they are motivated by a fear of being controlled by others or being harmed or being blindsided. Now, this fear motivates them to assert themselves, and they're going to take charge. In the workplace, they are usually in some form of a leadership position. They're very confident, very decisive, and they do not mind to speak their mind. So you usually know where they stand. 
Type nines are the peacekeepers, and they are driven by this fear of engaging in conflict because they believe that if you engage in conflict, that's going to lead to disconnection. And that prompts them to seek out harmony and to seek internal peace of mind and external peace in the workplace. They are typically very accommodating, extremely supportive, patient listeners, and they seek to be inclusive of everybody. Now, recognizing your core motivation is the first step towards understanding your own leadership strengths and challenges. It allows you to identify patterns in your behavior, and that gives you the awareness to make some conscious choices to move towards your healthiest self. The Enneagram's not just about understanding your personality type. It's a tool that you can use for personal growth. Recognizing your core fears, your core desires, that helps you start moving towards the self that you like to be the self that you're proud of, the person that you wanna be. So for type ones, the key to growth lies in embracing imperfection and practicing self-compassion. For twos, they need to learn to set healthy boundaries and prioritize their own needs. Threes need to cultivate humility and recognize their intrinsic worth goes beyond their own achievements. The key to growth for fours is practicing gratitude and emotional regularity. For fives, they need to learn to engage with the world and develop an emotional kind of intelligence. And then sixes need to develop trust in themselves. And then from there, learn that they can also trust others. The key to growth for type sevens is developing discipline and doing the things that they find to be more mundane, more boring. For eights, they need to learn to be vulnerable and practice empathy, having compassion on others. For nines, they need to develop a stronger sense of self and assess their own needs instead of focusing so much on others. Now, each Enneagram has its own unique path to growth, and by understanding your core motivation, you can start to actively work on your challenges, which will lead you to become a more effective leader. So if you found this information helpful, consider extending it to your entire team by signing up for an Enneagram team training. Your team will learn each Enneagram type's core fear, core desire, and their core weakness, a couple of things that I didn't have time to delve into in this video. Through a team training, you and your team will learn to identify and not just identify, but also appreciate each other's unique perspectives. You'll gain the insights and the tools to navigate conflict, resolve differences, and foster a more unified and productive work environment. Well, that's the best I have for you today. I can't wait to see you in the next video.